Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is July the 12th, 2020. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Bitcoin is next Bitcoin. Apex predator. One day closer to an all-time high. I'm offended by selling. Hello, my elite friends. Be a unique beast. Questions and answers. I've got the answers. Do you have the questions? Type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat. Get my attention. Strong hand 2024. Don't follow the herd. All right. Check out below this week in Bitcoin. DisruptMeister.com, TechBalt.com, Omar Bomb Crypto was on the show, Brecky Von Bitcoin, and Nick the Intern were all on the show. He's a Bitcoin magazine. He's great, Nick. Uh, it was it was a very unique beast show. Best freaking guest in the space. And yes, finally, Omar was on the show. Uh, I've known Omar. Uh, we, we appeared on Ty Zen's show together in 2016. So, uh, And you've seen us together in other places, including in person in California. So, and of course, yesterday's Beyond Bitcoin show, please subscribe to, watch that show right now. Go to disruptmeister.com. You can see that show right now. Subscribe to the Backup channel. There you get, you get shows on the Backup channel every day. Every Saturday, you're guaranteed a new show there. That is the Beyond Bitcoin show. It was late last night, so perhaps you missed it. It was a good one. So Andy Hoffman tweeted out, a list of the 11 wealthiest men on the planet Earth. And nine out of these men, out of these 11 guys, are American. And eight out of those nine are in the tech industry, okay, are into technology. And so Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, the other uh, Bill Gates, obviously Jeff Bezos. I don't have the whole list in front of me. I don't need to memorize. I don't put them on pedestals. But the one point out of all this is for all the people, America is on the decline. America, it's it's nine out of the 11 richest people on earth are Americans. And eight of them are involved in technology. That's where United States is dominating technology, okay? And that's what changes the whole freaking world. So, and that's the future. That's the golden age. So you might not like Amazon. You might not like Facebook. Uh, you, you might not like uh, Tesla, okay? But- there you go. These are all very futuristic companies. Their, their leaders are wealthy. But some of their guys have talked about Bitcoin before, right? Yeah, sure. Elon Musk, he probably owns some Bitcoin. Mark Zuckerberg, he wants to make his own coin. So you think he owns some also. But And then Warren Buffett, who's not a tech guy, but is in the top 11. Larry Ellison is number 11. So that's why we do 11. But... Uh, Warren Buffett didn't like Bitcoin, but none of them, we don't know. There's no person in that list yet that got there because of Bitcoin. And this is just the beginning of the Bitcoin golden age. This is just the beginning of the golden age of the 2020s. So let me tell you something. By 2030, do you think the list is going to be that way? Do you think the Winklevi are going to be in that list by 2030? There's going to be somebody in that list. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'm wrong about the Winklevoss. There might be some mystery person that owns more Bitcoin, and it's an American that owns more Bitcoin than than uh, the Winklevoss do. Okay, maybe 
but maybe the Winklevi with their uh, 160,000 Bitcoin or whatever they have now, who knows, 180,000. Uh, may maybe they have the most of any uh, any uh, one person because they're considered one person, right? <laughs> Pound that like button. But no, the point is, is that uh, America had not exactly only the decline there and that we've yet to see the true impact of Bitcoin on this golden age in that top 11 list, okay? Because there's going to be a Bitcoiner in it eventually. And uh, by that time, you'll be very happy that you bought you bought and held, okay? Because we're not, we're not, it's not, not close yet to having a Bitcoiner in that list. A true, and what I mean by a Bitcoiner, again, is someone who made their, who most of their wealth through Bitcoin related activities. Elon Musk could very well be a guy who owns some Bitcoin, who knows, and Zuckerberg also. So, we shall see. Uh, let me see if there's anything else I had to say about that. Someone just did a super chat, so I'll read that in a second. Oh, and Zuckerberg is number three. He's the third richest richest man on, man on earth. And if he gets his way with Libra, uh, in 10 years, yes, he'll, he'll, he'll still at, at the very least be uh, number three. And, well, there's a caveat to that. Because if he's allowed to print his own money, and I think he should be, uh, all the other guys, you better believe Bezos is going to want to do it, and all of them are going are going to want to do it too. And hey, that's good. That's good for Bitcoin in the long run if they're allowed to make their own cryptocurrency. So th th that list, it only has a small tinge of, of Bitcoin to it now. Ten years from now, Bitcoin is going to play a, a big role in that list. May, may it happen sooner than that. May it happen sooner than that. All right, what do we got here? Uh, Taval Docker says, value your wealth in Bitcoin. He sent five Canadian dollars. Hey, Juan Galt said, you got your channel back. Yep, Juan. Juan's Canadian also, just like uh, like Taval. We got the Canadians in the house today. Yep, it's been back for a month now, I think. Yeah, I think I got it back a month ago. But again, the backup channel still exists, Juan. Check it out. You get shows there every day also. All right, let's let's move on here. But it's good to see Juan Galt in the house. I got to meet Juan Galt in person. Well, he's he's one of the best guests in the space. He's on my show. He's on the This Week at Bitcoin show. But I did get to hang out with him in Las Vegas uh, back in February at Tone Bases event. That's before everybody freaked out in this world. Oh, but still, my life hasn't changed since then. I hope your life hasn't changed either and you haven't entered the panic prison. The self-imposed panic prison uh, due to uh, being a blind uh, worshiper of hysteria. I am, of course, the opposite of that. I am defiant. So my life, it's the same. You know, going from uh, going from Airbnb to another, enjoying life. All right, and doing a new show every day. Conviction. Chris Berniski. Now, he's a smart dude. I decided to watch expand. You know, he is an Ethereum guy, okay? to say the least. <laughs> and I, I watched the video he was in. I, I linked to it below. And it, he says, he's very enthusiastic about the Ethereum ecosystem and the DeFi ecosystem. Uh, and he, he uses a lot of uh, buzzwords. He, he's bought into it. He's, he's really bought into it. And I do not agree with most of what he says. I think a lot of it is... Uh, I think it's nonsense, but he makes it seem like it's very sophisticated. And uh, he adds a lot of 
uh, complications to the DeFi experience that really are not necessary. You can watch the video yourself. That's not really the, the reason I'm bringing this up. He did say something that was awesome. He compares cryptocurrency to going west back in the 1840s or uh, when, when the American pioneers decided, hey, we're going to take a risk. We're going to go west. Some people died on the way, but a lot of them got super filthy rich uh, by going west. Okay, There was a lot of innovation. A lot of new businesses came about out on the West Coast. They became much wealthier than they would have by sticking as a tree back in Baltimore and New York and Boston and South Carolina or wherever they were, okay? So migrate to the digital West, he said. And I, I like that. I thought, I thought that was very good. That, that's, what, that's what we're doing right now. I already migrated to the digital West. I didn't stick in the traditional real estate or whatever. I, I was, you know, I had houses and everything. Um, I, I changed. I, I, uh, I, I, I didn't just talk the talk either. There are so many guys who say how great Bitcoin is, how great cryptocurrency is. And they, they do all sorts of technical analysis and write uh, post-grad type of uh, papers that they don't own any Bitcoin. That's not migrating to the digital West, okay? That's, that's like the bureaucrat in Boston who wrote about the, the people who left Massachusetts and how well they were doing in California. He, he didn't get any gold. What was he? He was just writing papers at Harvard. <laughs> okay, so migrate to the digital West. I like that a lot. I like that comparison. So Bill Polte, I, I brought him up before. He's definitely a guy who tries to fit into mainstream society. He's giving away a lot of his fortune to buy followers on social media and to fit in with, uh, you know, the, the victims of the world. Okay, that, he can do that. He, he, he can do whatever he wants to with his money. But he gives, sometimes he gives away in Bitcoin. He likes Bitcoin. I am giving away Bitcoin. Why? Because to help the, the, the most people, we need to use the technology of the future. Well, that's one thing I can agree on, dude. It is, it is a technology of the future. That's what my whole opening spiel was about when I'm talking about uh, one day a wealthy person, you know, top 11 person will be a Bitcoiner. So, Bill, you know, you might be a social justice warrior or whatever the heck you are. Uh, and some people think it's lame that you're buying, uh, in, you're buying followers. And you should see the people that reply to him. I mean, there are people begging him. Be I, 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 it's almost sickening. They're, they're begging him for money, begging him. It, it's sad how desperate some people are. Uh, but he's giving away and people ask, well, what is this Bitcoin thing? So it's good. He's spreading the word to the masses. He's free marketing for Bitcoin. Bill Polte, continue, and I brought him up before. I'll probably bring him up again because he, he it was trending. Something of his was trending on Twitter uh, that, that was related to his giving away stuff. Okay, so good job, Bill. And Bitcoin Magazine on Thursday night, they had a show. I was on it with a bunch of other Bitcoiners. Christian, who's been on the show before, uh, was the host. It was really good. So I linked to it below. Watch it. <laughs> well, watch it. We had you'll get some different opinions and, and see some people maybe you've never heard of before, or some people that you have heard of before. It's it's linked to below. I had fun, and I think I'll, I got some potential new guests for this week in Bitcoin. All right, and some of you guys who value your wealth in something other than Bitcoin will probably like uh, two of those guests. <laughs> uh, but we'll see if they uh, if I get them on the show now. But they 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 had unique approaches. Those two. Uh, 
people. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Okay. Go, moving on. Uh, let's talk about Andreas's video here. Rules without unprecedented rules without rulers. So he talks about how we're living in unprecedented times, or there have been unprecedented times before. Um, and I agree, Bitcoin, it is rules without rulers, okay? I, I, I definitely agree with that. It's, it's, a, it's a true statement, a smart statement. So what are you going to do? M most people are going to do nothing. They, they're not going to opt into rules without rulers. And, and Andreas thinks... I don't want to. I don't want to put words into his mouth, but he implies that this is a, a great way to live, and that the world. So many more people are going to be free now. They're going to wake up. He assumes that people want to be free. <laughs> he assumes that people don't want rulers. I would say most people want to be ruled. I mean, look at the world today. He calls this unprecedented, and, and yes, it is. It's unprecedented in, in many ways. It's unprecedented how bootlicking so many people are, how dependent so many people are, how people are screaming to be ruled over. And I don't know, you, when, you, when you get into a realm without rulers, which is Bitcoin, which is awesome, you only have yourself to blame if you mess up, all right? If you lose your Bitcoin. Most people don't want that. If you do want that, if you want to be, if you want rules without rulers, then this is indeed the opportunity of a lifetime. But the way he, he conveys his message, it, may, it makes it seem like the whole freaking world is about to pile into Bitcoin and, and wake up to, oh, all these rulers are so corrupt and so bad and so this. And, and now we have freedom. Now, it, most people are going in the other direction. Now, again, the 20 percenters, they will wake up. And I think that that's that's all we need. We only need a fraction of the 20 percenters. And right now we only have a fraction of a fraction of the 20 percenters that are into Bitcoin and willing to take that personal. Because personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Uh, and yes, it's a lovely world it, that has rules, but no rulers. And if you mess up, yeah, it's your fault. God, so, so I noticed when I'm, I'm watching this video, so it, it's... A lot of people will just be like, yeah, awesome video. But you got to dig a little deeper than that. He, he, uh, Andreas is smart. It's, it's a smart concept. But wasn't, for me, it wasn't his best video. Now, also in the video, the way he's dressed. <laughs> there was a, I think it, there was a, a cult in the United States at one point. That thought, I think it was in the in the, the mid-90s, that thought aliens were going to it was if that aliens were gonna come and pick them up and they mangled themselves below the belt and it was horrible. Uh and their leader kind of dressed like <laughs> he didn't look like Andreas, but for some reason the the way he's facing the camera reminded me of that. Uh I I forgot I forgot what the name of that cult was. You'll you'll have to look it up. I was a youth back then. I didn't join the cult or anything like that. It was out of California, I think. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe it was just the way he was facing the camera. Just made me think of that old school. Uh, and it was internet-based, that cult, too. It was in the early days of, of the internet. 
All right, now, uh, <laughs> enough of that distraction. You'll, you'll, you never know what you're going to get here. But there was a distraction on the side of that video, a recommended video uh, by Robert Kiyosaki of Rich Dad, uh, Poor Dad. And he has, it's a totally clickbait, why Bitcoin will explode in, in the thumbnail. Crypto expert predicts Bitcoin will hit $100,000. So it's an interview he did with Pump. I didn't click on it. I don't provide the link below because it was just so clickbaity. But this is bullish uh, because Robert Key, with, a, with something like that, that the algorithm is just picking up, it's going to get a lot of normies into Bitcoin. I, I praised Robert Kiyosaki beforehand because he likes Bitcoin now. He's incorporated it into how, how to become a rich a rich dad, I guess. And so now he's got a clickbait video out there. It's so 80%er algorithm appealing. And I, I, I didn't click on it, not providing the link, but I just wanted to put, so that 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 pops up there when, when you're watching the Andreas video, which is much more thought provoking, I'm sure. Uh, and yeah, it, it's good, great, great. More normies, more normies, the better. It's I, it's it's just like Bill Pulte, but just doing it in a more clickbaity way. Speaking about normies and gold, because Kiyosaki still likes gold. Hang on, I'm I'm checking the chat real quick. I see. Uh, yeah, we got quite a few comments here. Uh, I'll get I'll get to them in a second, guys. It, I, and people might ask questions without doing a super chat or typing in Bitcoin Meister. I won't see those, but there's too much stuff. I'm doing only the ones that say Bitcoin Meister or super chat. So Schiff, Peter Schiff, when I was on Thursday's show of the, the Bitcoin Magazine show, I we were talking about statistics. And I see that there's some people out there. They're great statistics out there. Great, great, great weight, great measurements of Bitcoin. Uh, what is it? Not that what's that market cap that I love? Uh, I'll think of it later. I mentioned it on the show, but so there's some pretty common statistics out there too that you can. Some people love to abuse these statistics, okay? And Peter Schiff he took it to a whole new level. So I'm not. I'm only bringing this up because on the show we were talking. About, you guys see it all the time. People will bring up a statistic about Bitcoin and then totally twist to say Bitcoin is going to die. Well, he, Peter Schiff really takes a long shot at this. But it works. People believe this because they don't exactly know what he's talking about. The grayscale Ethereum trust is down 72% from its June high. Okay, that's true. That's, that's a legitimate statistic. And looks like it's headed back to its March low. If the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust also revisits its March low, that's a 48% drop from there. Now, that's a big if also. The chart pattern doesn't look good for the trust. Drop Bitcoin and buy gold. <laughs> so he's, he's basically saying the Ethereum trust is down, so Bitcoin is horrible. Buy gold. Makes no sense at all. <laughs> it's a real big jump. Real big jump from saying Ethereum trust is down to Bitcoin is bad, buy gold. But there's plenty of people like, boom, he said a bunch of statistics there, things I don't understand. Even if the freaking GBTC was down, that's not Bitcoin either. Both of the Ethereum trust and GBTC Bitcoin trust are not Bitcoin at all, all right? So he makes, based on the Ethereum trust, he makes a prediction about the Bitcoin trust, which is not Bitcoin, and then he says drop Bitcoin. I mean, if, if, if he... 
if he said Ethereum trust is down, that makes me think the Bitcoin trust is going to go down. You shouldn't own the GBTC. That would be more legitimate, although it still would not be true because the Ethereum trust was way overvalued, way overvalued. But hey, don't value your wealth in, in those trusts or in gold. Value it in Bitcoin. Don't value it in Peter Shift. And I almost said a bad word there, didn't I? Pound that like button. IRS, uh, okay, no, this is, uh, the Block Crypto has an article, Coinbase is selling blockchain analytics software to the U.S. Secret Service. That sounds pretty bad. We already knew <laughs> that uh, Coinbase developed uh, analytic software that they wanted to sell to the IRS and the DEA. Well, they actually sold it to the, the Secret Service. It uses publicly available information, okay? Coinbase, this is the way, this is how This is how they compete. This is how they make money. They're going to go public. When they go public, it'll be good for Bitcoin. Would I run a business that, that got government contracts? No, I would not want to be involved in such a business. Would I be in a business that, 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 that would help the government, uh, a snitch-related type of business. Would I be? No, I would not. I would not be involved in, in such a thing at all. But hey, Coinbase can do what they want to do. It's now it's now a matter of public record that they yeah, they have a deal uh, with with this with the Secret Service, which is a government agency. So putting that out there, we knew uh, again they wanted to be involved. They, they developed this analytic software for agencies, for for groups like the freaking IRS and the DEA to help them track people who were not being good, good little uh, compliant uh, people. All right. So that, that's the latest. I still, I still, I still know that Coinbase, when they go public, it will be a good, it will be a good thing. It will be a good thing for the space. He can run his business any way he wants to run his darn business. And people are, and you know, in, in, in a society of free speech, we can have an open debate about it and people can rip on Coinbase as much as they want to also. <laughs> That's their prerogative. And, oh, okay, let me go to the question. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, okay, I'm not a, someone, Crypto Kerbit says he's not a bootlicker. And I believe that. And dude, I thank you very much for retweeting my stuff. To, you've done this for years. For the last few months, Twitter does not show your your retweets. It shows this is hidden and you have to click on it. Why are they doing that to you? It's like really annoying. How did you get on their bad list? And how can you get off their bad list? Because when you share my links, I, I love it. I want to retweet it, but I don't retweet the, it because – they block the freaking links. What's going on, dude? What's good? So, guys, follow Crypto Kerbit. He's got a good Twitter feed, but they're censoring it for some reason. Uh, Twitter is. I'm still trying to think of that darn market capitalization term that I can't think of that Nick Carter talks about all the time. Real, but it's uh, <laughs> it, it's based on uh, the 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 price of the realized cap. Realized cap. God, it's late at night. It's one, almost 1.30 in the morning. I couldn't remember realized cap. I love that measurement. That's much better than market cap, but hardly anyone knows it. All right. Okay, so 123 no scoop says, 
I migrated to the digital rest in 2017 and never looked back, ready to build some serious wealth, holding until 2032 and beyond. Pound that like button, dude. All right. All right we got a lot of comments here. Okay, good, good. All right. Uh, now, uh, what else do we have? I, okay, so we talked about the Coinbase. Oh, this is a funny one by Zach Vole, who's been on the show before. Best guest in the freaking space on this week in Bitcoin show. Now, why didn't I erase this thing, too? There was something... Oh, no, I'm on the wrong. Ooh, dude, I just jumped to the wrong notepad there. Sorry about that. Here, the great Zach Vole said, if you watch this trash all day, you wasted a perfectly good Sunday. What is he talking about? He shows the Bitcoin price chart. It started off, like I think, around 9,300. Then it went down. And then it ended the day exactly where it started. So, yes, the people who watch charts all day long, it, like me, I checked the price at the beginning of the day, I checked the price at the end of the day. To me, the price never changed. If you watched it all day, yeah, you definitely watched your sun, you wasted your Sunday. I had a beautiful Sunday. Went running uh, 5.2 miles, which completed my 20 mile, uh, I run 20 miles every week. Tomorrow will be my sprint day. Don't be, don't be a gambler, don't be a trader. Don't worry about the price hour to hour, minute to minute, day to day, or you just waste your whole darn day, dudes. Long-term thinking, long-term 210,000 block theory, value your wealth in Bitcoin. Check out Parler. I am Bitcoin Meister on Parler. Check out the backup channel and subscribe to it. And of course, on that backup channel, make sure you watch the last like three shows which included Beyond Bitcoin Show. And let me just make sure are there any other uh, questions here. What is this? People talking about, all right, that's it. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, this Rope Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, pound that like button, bang that bell button. You're going to get a new show here every day because it's all about conviction. Bitcoin to the moon.com. See you guys later. Retweet this on Twitter, T E C H B A L T. See you later. Bye bye. Thanks.